This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's like the same fetish as people that men that want to be kicked in the nuts. Hello, and thank you for joining us here at the Max of Mediocrity podcast. My name is David Shockley, and with us today we have... Jimbo Slice. And... Chris Slayton. Hey, and they are both back at it again yes. with the white vans. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming oh, back. Jimmy, I thought you were dead, actually. <laughs> it feels good to be back. Sadly, oh I was God. wrong. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You know what? Bye. Well, we love you, Jimmy. Kind of. Oh, I, I, God, I can't express how great it is to be back. I know. Don't, I missed you all. You missed this inspiration. <laughs> so uh, yes. what we were talking about uh just want to pick back up on this conversation about um about what you do when you're like what type of music that you listen to uh when you're in the car by yourself so uh chris you said you drive for lyft sometimes or lyft or uber sometimes what's the music that, that sometimes you have to avoid with who's in the car well it's anime and video game music uh most music just coming from like you know like japan or asia or korea and as soon as if I have a if I have an Asian like passenger, and when I roll to pick him up, I'll change it immediately to like Q one hundred two or one hundred four five because I don't want to be that guy that people I don't want them to step in the car and just go like this motherfucker's racist. He thinks that this is all we listen to. <laughs> he thinks so, we're doing it because of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a Mexican gets in the car and mariachi music starts playing. <laughs> yep, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I'll get one stars every time. You know. So. <laughs> would you do that, Jimmy, if you drove for for uh, a ride sharing service? Uh I mean, yeah, I would. I except I wouldn't put it towards one like race in particular. I just do it no matter what. Like, cause I I love listening to me in video game music as well. And sometimes I'll drive with the windows down, but like pulling up to a red light and just crank it down a good amount. And then once we get moving again, right back up. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't discriminate. <laughs> okay, but what about this? What, let's say, like, you do that. And we, of course, you should never discriminate people. You should never prejudge people. Right, right, right. But what if there was, like, that you knew or had a, had a feeling that, like, there was, like, a 75% chance that if you did get, pick the mu- music that, that they would like, that you'd get, like, a bigger tip, like, double tip. Would you ever take that chance? I've done it a few times, mm. but I only do it uh, when I'm riding around like college towns or hippie areas. If I if I see like a person in their mid to like mid twenties and younger, and they're white, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll I'll play Hozier every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Young Damn. white people love Hozier. He's amazing. <laughs> And it usually gets me a five star or a comment later that week. It's like, this motherfucker has some great music. Great musical choice, man. Love it. I'm like, Thanks, man. <laughs> when you were first talking about, like, like uh, if an Asian comes up and you're playing, like, anime music or, you know, like, uh, mariachi music, if it's, like, a Mexican person, I got to thinking, like, what do white people listen to? And that, that, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that and Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> or Weezer. We- or Weezer. Oh, Weezer, yeah. Yep. White people love Weezer. They love Chet Faker, too. When he comes onto the radio, everyone's, like, when, uh, when, he comes to my Pandora radio and people like step in the car for Uber or Lyft. They're just like, who's this? It sounds, it sounds really, really good. I'm like, it's Chuck Faker. He's been around for, for a little bit now. <laughs> or an alternative would be like Skrillex or Dead Mouse. <laughs> or Skrillex, yeah. Oh, just do dubstep? <laughs> yeah. Remember when dubstep, like that was like a huge fad? Yeah. Yeah. And people couldn't get enough? Yeah. And now it's like, it's, it's been turned down a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, I think it's kind of just been like, like it's been spread out now. Like now it's not just dubstep. Now there's electronica there's um chill step and dubstep is still there but now dubstep incorporates all of that so yeah you can't just pinpoint one thing in particular now because before it was it was it was, it was just bad. yeah it was just dubstep and yeah. it could include anything like before it's just like it was almost like just throwing like a, a fork in a garbage disposal 
at first. Like, he, had some, <laughs> he had some good people that were like just above the curve, like or ahead of the curve. Yeah. Like Steve Aoki was kind of ahead of the curve. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Dylan Francis is always ahead of the curve. Skrillex really pioneered it in, mm-hmm. in this area. And then you had everyone else was like, well, watch me press this space bar and I'll make it go blah, 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 blah all the time. And like, and then just scream, of, let the beat drop. Yeah, right. Just <laughs> waiting for that beat to drop. But now I think we're, we're in an age right now with EDM or yeah. whatever, dubstep, whatever you want to call it, where it's re- it, a lot of it's really good. I like it. I appreciate mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of it. I think that the genre, I think it, I was afraid that it was going to be a fad because I did enjoy dubstep, but I still listen to dubstep. So do I. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But I could tell because it, it rose so quickly, I was afraid that it was just going to become a fad and die out. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that it's kind of integrated into electronic music, uh, you know, really, really well where uh, even if you like, if you like dubstep, you'll like most electronic music. And even if it doesn't have that dubstep aspect to it, there's still some type of core that can resonate for people that still enjoy it. Yeah. And I actually like how it's kind of been blended in with pop music in general. Like, like you listen to like chain smokers and stuff mm-hmm. and they have a lot of like dubstepy like beats in there, like synths and stuff. Yeah, like they have yeah. all of that in there and just a lot of artists are getting, you know, taking off with it. Yeah. yeah. It's great. You can find it in almost anything now, like alternative rock. Uh, I think Papa Roach, they, for like one album or half an album, they switched over to like electronic. Oh, Papa well. Roach. Yeah. What? And, uh, man, you heard a lot. In, a haven't lot heard that name since too. 2004. Right? <laughs> right? You ever, you ever put on any Papa Roach every once in a while? It's, it's definitely dated, but it's only when I'm at the, they, gym. he actually came out with a new album and I heard it on the radio. Like one of his songs. Yo, he's getting radio play. Yeah. Yeah. What? This new, yeah. He got, um, a sing. I forget the name of the song that like is always on the radio now. And it, you can you hear it's like, man, that's Papa Roach. Wow! Like you know it's him. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember it. Yeah, that's oh, is it Fred Durst is the name? Am I thinking of the right guy? Never knew the lead singer's name to be I, honest. For some reason, I like I always just I just the, I guess the last name Durst. <laughs> like that's not something that you hear very much. So no, I, it's, it's always, pretty unique. Yeah, gotcha. I think or, he's the Papa Roach. He is the Papa Roach. He's the he's the father Roach, <laughs> Big Daddy Roach, <laughs> El Padre Roach. Guys, <laughs> guys, spread the demographics there. I see exactly, exactly. So, um, so since it's the December episode, uh, I wanted to, you know, and since we only do one episode a month right now, uh, I wanted to hit you guys with this: that what the fuck is going on? What the the world is ending? Yeah, the world's ending. It's it's the Slowly. apocalypse as we know it. Uh, natural disasters everywhere. Uh, a part of uh, part of our country is on fire right now. Yep. Um, uh, everybody is a pedophile or a sexual deviant or some type of creep. What's not on fire is underwater. Yeah. We, we can't say anything anymore. And the internet's going to be sh- like shut off. Yeah. If you're not a creep now, you will be one next week. Yeah. This is how it goes. <laughs> this is how it goes. It's a good thing I stopped poking people on Facebook. Yep. I, I would have been ousted. <laughs> <laughs> Dateline would have been at your house. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you mean. Can you even still poke people on Facebook? I don't even know. I don't know. Like I never like ever since like 2009, I have not like tried to remotely look for that feature. Isn't I probably have like 10 million like like pokes waiting for me. Man, I wonder if there's people that still poke if it's still if it's still possible. I know the last time I got poked was by some dude I don't even like. Um, <laughs> he was like, like I'm not touching you. You know those, you know those people that you interact with because, like, you know, like they're a friend of a friend, but you hate that friend of a friend's guts, kinda. Yeah, but you yeah. deal with like them that. so you can see your friend. Uh, it's a friend but, uh, of me. Yeah, friend of me. Yeah, thank you. So like, he poked like me back in 2013. Every time I sign on to Facebook, I always find it that he poked me, and I'm like, screw you, dude. Well, I know Facebook Messenger Grown has ass, man. Don't poke, waves. Don't poke me. Oh, now we're waving at each other. Yeah, okay. now, now it's like, oh, you became friends with this person. Wave at them. And like you get, wave. And it's just like a little hand emoji. Like Whatever happened eh. to just talking to someone? Whatever happened to that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whatever happened to just leaving everybody hard. the fuck alone? <laughs> like, what happened to the Pope days? Remember when the Pope was cool? <laughs> Do we still have the cool Pope? Like, like the hokey pokey. And <laughs> 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 to that... Uh, and to that, let us take uh, our shot. Oh, I didn't know you... I thought you were Not me, yours. but yes. No, no. To the Hokey Pokey, gentlemen. To the Hokey Pokey. To the Hokey Pokey. Oh, m- oh the high life. Oh, I almost oh said Modelo. Oh. oh, that was rough. It was oh. a little rough. Yeah. The high life. Definitely opens up your sinuses. Mm-hmm. 
So we did. We just did. A, me and Chris just did a shot of um, New Amsterdam vodka, which is good vodka. I love it New is Amsterdam. Good. It is good. I wonder if I can get. We can get an endorsement from them. That'd be pretty cool. We'll have to knock on their door. Sean, get on it. Every time that I want an endorsement from somebody, he always he always reaches out to them to see. Really? Yeah. One time he did the. Um, we were talking about like the bad dragon dildos, and he reached out to him. Oh my god. And and, was, and that, we, was that the one with Austin where yeah the 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 cock master the fuck my cock fuck my cock <laughs> the dildo masturbator I remember vividly like it was yesterday that you had it or oh but yeah okay do you leave anything, <laughs> do you leave any, anything over any like parting gifts uh no I wish they would have no but they they did send they did reply back which I thought was really nice they yeah at, le- the at least they gave us the time of day mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's always kind of an automated response but it was still cool that like they took the time to press the button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there it is. That's the good stuff. So, um, I was on the internet. Got to now. And, yeah, I know. We, I got to use up this limited resource now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we still have internet, hope, though. You know, I was, I was, um, I was browsing through some films of the pornographic variety. And, uh, I learned about a new type of porn. Maybe it's not new, but it's like, I've never thought about it. It's it's behind-the-scenes porn. It's porn that's happening while the porn's being shot. Pornception. Pornception. There's so, a sub- is that the tag? Please tell me that's the tag. So, even better, the subreddit that I found this in is, is called r slash extra E-X-X-Extra. Uh, uh. <laughs> and it's, like, fascinating because you get... Because, of course, like, we watch porn and you realize it's all fake and it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, what happens, like, when they're not fucking each other the answer is they're still fucking each other <laughs> just and off it, camera yeah just off camera because like they still they, they these are people that just enjoy having sex which actually made me feel good like after seeing this because you're like oh, or do you think they're just doing that so like while they're getting things straightened out the guy's still rock solid actually you're right there's called a fluffer fuck yeah good on yeah. you you should work in the porn industry <laughs> i did hear I that term you before familiar no, no i remember <laughs> i remember learning with that term like like the fluffer i remember learning that term it was like in the most innocent way possible and oh, then boy. someone was like well do you know the other term for a fluffer and i'm like no fluffer uh, butter yeah i love putting it on my sandwiches yeah <laughs> and it was from like someone i would never guess would know what that is I was like, holy. Your eyes were opened. Yeah, then I never wanted to eat whatever it was because it involved food. Yeah, fluffernutter. <laughs> yeah, probably. Something like that. I used to be obsessed with that shit. When I was, have you ever heard of this? No, no. Fluffernutter? It's it's just like, it's marshmallow. It's like marshmallow peanut butter. Okay. So it's like if marshmallow yeah, that's had what the it was. That's what it was, yeah. It, it's like... It, I knew it had something to do with marshmallows. Mm-hmm. It was really good on sandwiches. And then like like when you're a kid, I, then one time I saw somebody take like a spoonful of it and just put it right in their mouth, and I almost threw up. And I knew that my time with Fluffernutter had come to an end. <laughs> so fluffers in the porn industry are a little bit different, though. It's the per- it's the women that that fuck the guy while they're prepping the scene, or like while they're sw- like swapping the scene or whatever. That's a per- that's a job. That, that's a that's a job. That's a job. Just to keep him going for the next scene, so he's so it weird up. Yeah. Why don't they just record that? Because that's and not that's the porn what I star. was watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because that's not the star. It's some, and then I learned that that, that is sometimes uh, like other porn stars. Often that's other porn stars that are just like fucking the other guys. You know, that, uh, like they also have shoots during that day. So like while they're there, they might as well just fuck another guy. You yeah. know, uh, and it was it, watching these like open my eyes. It was surreal. Because it's like, because you think that, oh, they like, they don't have enjoy having sex anymore because it's just their job. They do that eight hours a day and then like, that's it. They live a normal life for the most part afterwards. But no, on those sets, it looks pretty awesome even when the, when the cameras aren't rolling because everybody's <laughs> so, still So it's not like they actually get a break because their break is more. Yeah. Is working essentially. Yeah. But Damn, that actually sucks. There's no actual break for them. Well, I mean, if they're really tired, they don't, actually, they don't have to do it. It's just they, they choose to do it. Like, mm. Jimmy... If let's say you were working and you went on break and you had the option to have sex in that in that break, you would take the deal. Well, yeah, but okay, okay, never mind. I win! <laughs> I win! <laughs> this is, but it's just incredible to watch. Sorry, I don't mean to harp on this, but I like no, I, no, it's fine. I was just looking at this today and I was like, how come I've never thought about this? 
This is incredible. Uh, there was a there. One of my favorite was there was a guy like I guess he must be a, he must have been producing it. He had like kind of like the the point of view camera on. He was just his hand camera on. He was he was filming some some behind the scenes stuff. GoPro. <laughs> and he was talking to the star, which it looks like you know he seems like he's it's a close uh, friend of his, and just she's having a conversation. Just starts rubbing his cock. Just starts rubbing on it. She's like, we should just do it right now while we're talking. You know, talking wow. about the scene this morning. Woman hasn't even had breakfast yet. Make good choices. It was surreal. That, it was surreal. That is the best, like, water cooler talk any guy could hope for. You can't get that at the office. You can't get that. We're just going, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Damn. You know? Like, my, my jaw's on the floor right now. What did you talk about on your break at work? <laughs> <laughs> the weather. The weather. Have you ever noticed everybody's always surprised at the weather? Yeah, I only talk. It's this weather. is just me. It's crazy, though. Mm-hmm. I always talk about the weather to people I hate or I don't know. I wouldn't do that to a friend. Like, it's I wouldn't always, say my yeah, best it's friend. always my small talk. Yeah. As stereotypical as that is, it's always my small talk go-to. Yep. Mm-hmm. If it, Like, for you guys, I wouldn't talk about the weather to you guys. But those people I have in my car, Uber and Lyft, I'm just like, man, this snow is crazy, isn't That's it? That's what exactly uh, you must what talk I talk about about the weather, the weather quite a often. lot. Yeah, kind of sucks. <laughs> it is. I I love it because like you go to, you go into an office and you ask somebody at the we- about the weather. You I bet you could ask that person about the weather every single day and they will fucking agree with you. You go mm. this weather right and they go oh, right <laughs> hands on the hips and everything. <sighs> what is going on? We need to solve <laughs> this weather. We got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> like it's some unraveling mystery. What's going on here? With this weather, super perplexing. Yeah, every day you could walk up to this person and say that weather, right? And they will say the same fucking. They will always agree with you. I just want to respond with, "It's elementary, my dear Watson." <laughs> oh, so we. I guess this is a good segue into our first segment of the day, the "What You Working On" segment. I love it, and I'll start since I'm kind of dropping. I know, I know, Chris, you weren't as prepared for this, but oh. you know. So what we're doing is just things that you've been working on in the past month or so. Some new things you've been working mm-hmm. on. Uh, I'll go first. I um, I tried doing comedy. I oh, yeah? Do, yeah. I, I wish Sean was here because he did it with me. And when we have him on, I'll, I'll get him to talk about it too. But but just my experience. I did it at Bar 13. It was previously Mojo 13. Right. Uh, it was just a little open mic night on a Wednesday. And he had done it before and he and, and I went with him. And that was... It, it's absolutely insane. To do comedy, to like stand in front of a group of people mm-hmm. with nothing but a microphone and tell a story and try to get people to laugh at you. It's terrifying. I can imagine. Sounds like it. Oh. And it's strange because like, I'm no stranger to performing. I've been performing in front of people since I was like 12 years old. You know, doing I did like tap and jazz when I was a kid. And then I've been doing magic and then I've, I perform music in front of people. And I've just built up this stage presence where I feel more comfortable on stage. But fucking doing this for the first time, it was like my first time ever being on stage ever again well yeah because like if you think about it like with magic you got these props and you got the illusions going yeah and then you got music Mm -hmm. like you're performing music as opposed to like you're standing there talking there's no like background sounds anything it's you talking yeah, it's just you, and you are just telling this story. And you yeah, it's to... not like someone could like, oh wow, that guitarist is so good. Oh, dude, the drummer is on point. You know, the drums are too loud or whatever. No, it's just the voice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's just you and the microphone, man. Yeah, that's all it was. Wow. One man, and that feedback <laughs> <Alone>. is instant. <laughs> yeah, the feedback is instant. Like, uh, and you really have to dedicate into a joke. For it to sell, for it to work, you have yeah. to sell the and then feed off of it. Like, mm-hmm. kind of the one of the main staples of performing is that you should always have a strong opener, a strong middle, and a strong ending, and always wear pants. And always, well, well never wear shorts. Never wear. Shorts. I know that's an ongoing joke in the stand-up comedy world: is you never wear shorts. Yeah, I guess. Come to think of it, I've never seen a comedian wear shorts. It's always pants. <laughs> always pants. It could be a hundred plus degrees in the place pants this is this is the underlying theme of success is always wear pants always wear pants <laughs> um, if i were to i would just walk out in my underwear that's good advice <laughs> that's good advice um be different so but it's like always have a strong middle uh, uh beginning middle and closer and so i've been i was writing this was maybe i was on for five to eight minutes right and i was and i like wrote that five to eight minutes for three weeks it took me to get anything i thought would be good and I just came up with it one day. I was like, bam, that's a funny joke. That's going to be my opener. This is objectively funny. Mm -hmm. So I go up there and I say, (laughs) I say, 
Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is David. Uh, if you see any glare or anything during the show, like if you get like glare in your eyes, that's totally normal. Uh, that's just these house lights bouncing off my forehead. <laughs> Nothing. Damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Dead quiet. No, I, ha. All right, then. Huh. That was and that was my surefire joke. I thought that was hysterical in my head. Oh. And I, I, I just dove right into it. I got nothing back. <laughs> it was brutal, but I did get some people to laugh, so that was good. So mm. that's good. Yeah, I think a, a, some of, a lot of the smaller like places where they, people do stand up, you have just a bitter crowd there as well. Mm-hmm. Where just they're just like, we're not going to give this to you. We're not going to give you like you know the the smallest of chuckles. Yeah, you know, because it's like if you have fifteen people in a crowd, and even if they all think you're funny, but nobody's laughing, then it looks like you're bombing. But if you're in front of a crowd of 100 people and 15 people think you're funny, then everybody else feeds off of that. Exactly, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you also got to take it into consideration it's a bar crowd. It's not – like there's comedy clubs out there that you could like go to where people will go there for comedy like as opposed to going there for a drink. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a comedy club is a lot better place to perform, especially for like but hard, hours. But also harder to get into. Yes, yes. Not, not necessarily. Not the ones in Philly. I think you can you can just schedule. You actually have to. I think some in Philly, like on a Columbus, like next to the Hilton, they have a comedy club. You have to pay to perform. That's that's what like, the fuck. That's the catch. Pay yeah. for exposure. Yeah, you have to pay like I think it's like twenty five, thirty five dollars. What the fuck? And then you get ten minutes to go up there and perform. So you're gonna pay to bomb. You're gonna you're gonna pay <laughs> yeah. to make an ass of yourself. But it's also yeah. a comedy club, so those people want to laugh. They're not gonna give you such a hard time as a Wednesday night at a bar. You know. Yeah. It's a little give and take there, but. That's true. That's true. And I mean, sometimes in music that that happened where people are like, oh, could you pay me for this exposure? And I remember in music, that shit did not fly at all. Uh, You know, only any self-respecting musician was like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to I'm not going to pay to get there, pay to perform, like pay for parking and all that shit Mm -hmm. uh, and then lug all my gear and shit in just so I could pay you to let me be on stage and entertain the people that you brought. Oh, that's completely different. And promote. That is completely different, I think. Yeah. But for comedy, you're just you're kind of more like, hey, there's these new jokes I'm gonna test out. I'll pay you, you know, if you let me test them out, kind of. Mm-hmm. With music, that's different because, like you said, you got equipment and you know, just dragging everything over there, lugging it up on the stage, things like that. But that's it true. also depends on, I guess, the position you're in, you know. Yeah, I'm sure after you start getting some good laughs, they they waive that fee. Exactly. If you're horrible at it, then they probably want fifty bucks. No, and you're and you're right. I think that uh, it, it is different, and I think that after you get that. Uh, I think after you get that exposure, that you know, I'm sure it's not an issue at all. And that gets you in front of the club already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is difficult. You know, you, talent scouts aren't out there for comedy, especially not in Delaware. Uh, I know you said this was in Philly, but, you know, ca- talent scout- scouts can't be everywhere all the time. Right. Yeah. There's people that book these places. So this is good. Like, you pay the money, and then, boom, you're right in front of the people that you want to you you be in front of. By. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, but, yeah, totally new experience. And I, and I think I want to do it again. Yeah, it it's it's so weird because like I went up there and the things I thought were gonna be funny didn't quite go as well, and then like the things that were funny to me kind of went well, and I got a, like I said just a few laughs, just enough, and I was also in front of a group of comics, is other people that were gonna be performing that night, so I think there was a little extra scrutiny there, and it was interesting to see like oh that got the laugh, oh and now I went home and I was like okay well that got the laugh, I didn't expect that to get quite as good a laugh. Maybe I'll do more of that type of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this or that. It's now, finding your right, your like the right kind of comedy. Yeah. What yeah. do What do people find funny? Yeah. You're that, you're the right way. humor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so now and now I'm already kind of in that that wheelhouse of like, all right, well that makes it a little bit funny. Okay, maybe I'll do more jokes like this. I'm already thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm trapped trapped now, guys. I'm in this. <laughs> you're in the long haul. Yeah. I, I at least have to do it one more time just to see right. if I get if I've learned from that previous previous experience mm-hmm. sure let us know man so we can come watch it it'd be fun that was also terrifying i'll let you know but that was terrifying too because um i told abby that i was doing it and she was like oh i want to come and see you and i was like "Ooh!" at first i was like i don't really know if i want you there <laughs> because if i bomb in front of a group of fucking strangers i walk away i will leave that bar and never see any of those people ever again but if i bomb in front of people that you have to deal with daily they know and they got something to use against you. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never live it down. Yeah. Remember that time you thought this was funny? <laughs> Remember what? that horrible joke you made on stage? Yeah. <laughs> like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I was, I was skeptical, but, but she came and, and, uh, and uh, she was very supportive and laughed at everything. 
<laughs> That's good. It's the best type of support. So, Jimmy, uh, what have you been up to uh, this last month? Oh, you mean two months? Two, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. We haven't had you for a while. Yeah, I know. It's been so long. Um, well, I, the reason of my absence was, so in October, my, I got super swamped down. And, of course, October is like, my birthday's in like the middle of the month. But, like, there's like so, like, all my family and friends, our birthdays are in October. And it's like one weekend right after another. So, like, jumping around to all of these parties then I moved, I had to move at the very end of October. Like on Halloween, we weren't in one place. We were in like three different places. Oh yeah, yeah. You're moving around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I just moved out of, of Dover and now I'm, now I'm even further downstate. I'm practically on the border of Delaware and Maryland. Oh man. Yeah. So, <laughs> even, so given a year or two and you'll you'll be all the way down to like North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, but I'm working towards retirement. You know, you <laughs> yeah, retire in Florida. Yeah. That's the end goal. <laughs> Give it forty years and bam, there you are. Yeah, I'm, there I'm I am. To Florida. It's one state at a time. <laughs> That's actually not a bad plan. Because then you'll have to move all of your shit down at one time. Yeah, right. You could just, just slowly and gradually. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> nice. the plan. <laughs> but um so yeah, I moved down there because, like, I found a new job. I'm a lead coordinator um, at the – all right, so insert YMCA song in here. I work for the YMCA um, as a lead site coordinator at one of the schools. Oh, man. Down in Yeah, be careful. The people beach. are going to track you down from this podcast. Nah. They're going to be asking you for autographs. Nah, 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 nah. We got some, br- we got some pretty, pretty vicious fans. I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, I didn't give any names, so – do you, want me to, <laughs> you know how many YMCA's there are? Millions. I was, I, I, what if I had the fucking number? What if I had 347? <laughs> I would be terrified. <laughs> then I would be terrified. So you moved to a new place. How's your new place? Do you like it? I do like it. I like it. Um, third floor. So it was fun oh, moving no. that stuff in. Uh, Never move onto the third floor. I but I at the same time I like it nah, because you... it's more private than when I lived because I lived on the first floor at the last place. Mm-hmm. So I felt like. You know, like, over the summer, like, the spring, like, when you can, like, open the windows and stuff, like, I feel like people can, like, see me. And, well, like, they can. You, it's a window. No, no, sometimes they can't. No, sometimes, you, like, you can't see all the way in because, like, the sun glare. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking midday, man. I'm not talking at night. I- I'm just saying, people can see you. When you open your windows, you're like, I feel like people can see me. They can. It's a window. <laughs> it works both ways. <laughs> yeah, but I, I no, no. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You don't want people, like, just passing by or open Yeah, like, door. I feel like it's less private. Yeah, no, um, it is. It is. It's less private. But I, I think so. I think it's cool that you got a place on the third floor, and I because you'll never get another place on the third floor, ever again. Because Sean, he his place is on the third floor, and all I hear out of him and his girlfriend is that it fucking sucks. Like it was a good idea at the time, but it was like every time you got to get groceries. That's the. Oh, but yeah. to me, like that, like yes, that sucks. Like carrying all that stuff up the flight of stairs. But oh no, I feel Three like there's. Of stairs. Okay. <laughs> two for me. Um, kind of. Wait, how are you on the third floor with only two flights of stairs? Well, like, because, like, you go up one. Well, and then the other two are kind of, like, half. So, like... So, you're not on the third floor. You're on the two and a half floor. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. No, like, it's, like, like to get to, from the ground level to the first is, like, a big flight of stairs. Uh-huh. And then it's, like, if you were to take that set of stairs, cut it in half. It's split up, so it's not technically a full flight. Okay. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. So it wait. sounds like a lot of walking to me. So, so Chris. Yes. All right. You know, so what we're going to move on from this one. <laughs> what have you been working on? <laughs> What's been going on with you, with you Chris? Uh, well, this Mr. past Slayton. July, I did a Spartan race, and I loved it. So right now, I'm preparing for my next Spartan race. Um, mm. It's either going to be May or June. I haven't selected the date yet. I just reserved, like... Just told the Spartan.com, I was like, hey, buying another pass. I want in. And um, we'll see when I feel prepared if, if I want to do May or June. Um, I have one favor. Yes. Can you do the race in Spartan armor? Like with the helmet with the huge mohawk? Oh, that would be a huge mohawk. Cool. I, I, could do, I could do it with the shield and the mohawk. Yeah. They Hell have to yeah. Shields. And wear a GoPro. Facing, a GoPro? Yeah, facing you. Yeah, I, I learned from my first one that... uh. I should have brought gloves, and I should have brought water. And now I'm going to bring a camelback and a pair of gloves, for because they, they do a lot of like climbing stuff, a lot of rope things. Mm-hmm. And so this time, I'm definitely going to bring the 
prop they don't they don't tell you when you sign up for the spartan race hey you should bring equipment and then like i came there with like no water no gloves you went to a marathon without water yeah they had water stations, but, like, it definitely wasn't enough. It, it was, like, a little cup. Yeah, a little cup, and you only get, like, three of them, and if you drink more than three, then the EMT's got to take you out. Mm. It's I can pretty already, bad. I'm sorry. I can already tell that, that Jimmy is slowly working his way towards Maryland. Oh, Because Jesus just Christ. the way that you both said water. <laughs> you said water. He said water. I've been I'm saying a, that my entire fucking life. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mr. Maryland. <laughs> I will remind you, that is not... A Maryland thing. I I went. That is a Jersey (laughs) and Pennsylvania thing. So you, sir, are dumb. (laughs) You uncultured swine. (laughs) I went to to Wendy's and they were like, well, what would you like to drink? And I said, I'd like two waters, please. And she said, excuse me? Like, she literally could not understand me. She think it was, like, pop or some said, magic elixir? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, soda pop? What is this water? Sir, we don't sell that it's like an Get old, the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> some <laughs> magical <laughs> formula. Yes, where son I get of a bitch. <laughs> yes, where can I get some water? Right back where you came from, boy. <laughs> As he's digging in his belly button. <laughs> get in there nice and deep, black boy. So, so you're dealing with the, the Spartan race? Yeah. So what if you did the Spartan armor from the movie 300? That's I feel like that would be much easier and still would be a Spartan. Oh, yeah. Armor. That's just shirtless with the shield in your back. Uh, that's it's what, like practically metal underwear with That's a what cape. I thought you meant. I, <laughs> yeah. didn't, I didn't think you meant the actual Spartan equipment. That seems like... Well, no. I'm not saying wear like the full gold chest armor. It's and just the, a red, red like diaper. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was saying just do it in the helmet. The helmet's the, the helmet? best part. Yeah, yeah, the helmet is pretty sexy. I'll do it with the helmet and the shield. Maybe That'd be pretty cool. Maybe but nothing else. So what type of diet are you on? Like a, spe- a specific type of diet? Right now, yeah, I'm trying to drop, um, I would say I'm trying to drop 20, maybe 25 pounds. And the diet is a lot of soup. So like I'm... I'm <laughs> the Campbell's diet? Yeah. So like in the morning, I either have cereal or soup. After I work out, I have soup. And at night before I go to bed, I have soup. It, it's literally just like the soup diet. Just a soup diet. Yeah. Now, is it, are you just like... Drinking broth or like what's in the soup? No, like, what so, kind some, of soup? it's like it's like chicken noodle soup, uh, clam chowder, but not try to do a lot of clam chowder because it is kind of bad for you. Um, the only one that's like brothy is the chicken. I'm oh, sorry, not chicken. The uh, tomato soup. Mm-hmm. And with that one, I'll, I'll like slice like a few like uh, slices of chicken here and there and a few vegetables. But uh, I thought it was gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Like whenever whenever someone says diet. I automatically think, oh, this is going to be some bullshit. Yeah. Like, this, this, this is the worst thing you ever want to hear from a doctor, from anyone. Hey, you should die. It's like, <laughs> you should go fuck yourself. Your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life is going too well. Yeah. This diet's not bad. I, I actually feel a lot better. Like, I, I feel like I have a lot more energy. I feel like I'm in the infomercial now talking about this diet. But well, it's actually, I, I like it. I really appreciate it. So where did you hear about this diet? Was it like... And if you uh, call in the next 10 minutes... Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> order now for the Campbell's diet. I, Come on, I the next 10 minutes, we'll throw in a second offer just for you. <laughs> now featuring chicken and stars. <laughs> um, I, I didn't hear from anybody. I just thought, hey, soup sounds healthy. It has low calories and, you know, oh, this a lot is of the nutrients. Chris Layton diet. So this, is the, this is the Chris Slayton diet. Yeah, you guys. You dropped 20 pounds and you're pretty much just eating fucking soup. Yeah. I eat a lot of soup. Well, I haven't dropped and 20 pounds yet. I've only dropped. It's only been a couple weeks. It's only oh. been two weeks. And I've dropped four pounds. Oh, four. I think it's 20 pounds. Right? I'm not, no, the goal, no is, the goal is 20 to. pounds. Uh, yeah. So what made you do this and not like an already established diet? Because there's so many out there. There are a lot out there. But I think like a lot of like workout regiments and a lot of like diet regiments, they're specific toward like certain people or certain body types. So I wanted to do like what's best for me. What what can I handle? Because mm-hmm. they have like those, was those caveman diets you don't eat at night. I drive at night. And I come home at like five o'clock in the morning, hungry as shit. I still need to eat, you know. Like, oh my! So I try to think of what would be best for me, and I thought, like, hey, you know, with soups, uh, they're filling, and I'm not going to be starving when I'm they're out there hearty. working. And they're hearty, yeah. I, now, see, when I eat soup, uh, like, like usually, I only eat soup when I'm sick, and I found that even one, th- like, like chicken noodle soup. Like, even one of those doesn't fill me up for very much, for very long. So, are you, like, doubling up on soup? Oh, I'm definitely doubling up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. two cans? Like, two I, cans. Two cans for each meal. I weigh, like, 140 pounds, and it doesn't fill me up. Yeah. So, like, no, I it doesn't either. Imagine. My version of soup is just a ramen thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that it, it's just... And that's barely the soup. cans. 
like I said, I have one as soon as I wake up, uh, right after I hit the gym, and before I go to sleep. And it's been pretty useful so far. I don't mm-hmm. see any downside to it right now. So I'm going to keep going with it until either I see a downside or I hit my goal. Right. Or the other. And, you know, it, it's funny you bring up, you bring up like, dieting and, and, like, what you're doing. Because Sean actually has an idea. He, because, okay, so, like, there's all these different types of crazy diets out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know there's a diet where it's, like, it's just the carnivore diet where you only eat meat. That's and, my diet. Yeah, right? And so <laughs> Sean, Sean would come up with the idea, like, he's thinking about doing a diet and, like, maybe, like, us all do a diet. Just, like, a different type of diet and just log that. To see what our results are for the show, would you do it? Would you like? Would you? I mean, I could definitely afford to lose some weight, so killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, yeah. Now it might be might you'd have to you know buy things very specific to it, depending on what type of diet that you pick. But right. you know what, which ones we go with. But w- would you do it? Would you? Would you? I'd I'd be down for it just to see. I, I like the carnivore diet idea. That sounds fucking awesome. I'm already <laughs> technically on it. Would you only eat meat? So, like, is it specific to a certain kind of meat? Like, no, can it be chicken as well? No, I mean, I'm not sure if it's just red meat or not, but I mean... Yeah, I a carnivore diet, you just got to go down to Famous Dave's and you're all set. But I mean, like, no vegetables, no bread. Yeah, just just straight up meat. Yeah, just meat. I don't, I don't know if anyone can live through that. Because mm-hmm. I hear people doing this and I'm like, well, where do your nutrients come from? Like, you need vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Like, for- do they just take supplements to supplement that? I, I don't know. I don't think it's like a long-term type of diet. I th- and I, but I just don't fucking understand it. But I'm, but I'd be willing to sacrifice my body, my well-being for this show. That's how dedicated I am. Because <laughs> I mean, like I eat like a burger like every day. I feel like I remember uh, I did that. I eat once. whenever I eat a burger whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I remember like I think I was like seventeen or eighteen. I was just at the barbecue, and all I had was the meats that day, and I felt like shit that day. Uh-huh. And told myself never again. I don't know how someone can do a carnivore diet for you know weeks on end. Yeah, I'd probably I, try it up, I'm, up most a month. I think. I I don't know how much I believe in that carnivore diet though, because it like a lot of it can still be unhealthy for you depending on how you cook it. Like what kind of recipe you use for it. Yeah, let I me mean, assume everything's like serve safe certified, kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, but like, like you could, for example, you could fry you could like deep fry chicken that's meat technically still and it's terrible for you yeah yeah that's not dieting oh yeah like how you would serve it okay I see yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how it would work um but i'd be curious to find like learn more into it would you know have your is there any kind of diet that you were thinking about trying maybe the maybe the chris layton diet <laughs> <laughs> the campbell's diet i actually by the way it's, it's, it's only monday through friday man like on the weekends i eat whatever the hell i want I like that diet. I'm yeah. doing it. Monday doing through Friday. <laughs> I'm doing the Slayton diet. Yeah, it's, it's Monday through Friday, soups. All your meals are soups. And then on the weekend, you know, you can. So, relax can I literally just want. find like my favorite kind of soup and just eat that every single day? If you want to, yeah. You can. I would discourage you from doing that. That's the easiest way to make something you love turn into something you hate. I've been eating ramen for a long time and I still love it. But do you eat it every day? <laughs> Not every day. That, Not like, every single day, but like. A lot. Like when I was had my my first apartment and I was working at like I was working at a fucking department store and I had no money. I was eating a hot dog every day and I fucking hated it by the end of it. I still eat a hot dog and every time I do, I'm like, why the fuck am I still doing it? I I, I don't even taste it anymore. <laughs> I used to love hot dogs. They're kick ass. Well, see, like what I do is like, like with the ramen is like I change it up. I add stuff to it. Keep the noodles and the oh, broth, okay. but like I'll add stuff to it, spice it up a bit. You know. What's your what's your favorite recipe for for the ramen? What's your what's your like all time best maneuver? <laughs> I'll attempt the authentic ones. Like I'll <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll poach an egg and throw it in there. Oh, oh dude, I did that once. I was yeah. not happy with myself. I I hated myself for doing that. I don't even know what. How do you even poach an egg? I don't even know how to do that. It's really easy. What do you do? What is poaching an egg? Like so, like. What I do I is... I just know poachers... Poaching is bad. That's what Pokemon <laughs> taught me. <laughs> Officer no, Jane was so, fucking pissed So you cook, you cook the ramen normally, but like, you give it about like a minute. What like, is poaching? So it's like, you just like crack open an egg in like boil... It's essentially like boiling an egg. Oh. Like you crack it open in a... Um, I think it's like vinegar, salt, and water, like boiling. And... um. It's like cooking it from the inside out. 
Oh, so it's like it's like boiling in water. Yes, but you crack it open. It's not like hard boiling. Yeah, you're not like yeah, you're not hard boiling in it. You're not throwing the whole egg in. You're cracking open the egg. Oh, I've never tried this. Is that good? Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. it's really good. You just opened my See, eyes. I didn't like it myself. Oh, really? And I remember I did it because I saw how. Did the you ramen undercook was... it though? That's the thing. If you undercook it, no, no, and then I... the yolk spills out into it. I think it was it was just a texture thing for me. I just didn't like it. Mm. I wasn't ready for it because like right. I remember I did it because I saw. How a dish, a ramen dish was made in Naruto, back when Naruto was a big thing. <laughs> right, right, right. That's where I get all my info from. Yeah. And I was, this is, I, I, I thought, it, hey, anyway, it always shot. makes you hungry. It doesn't matter if it you was, just yeah. ate before or you're eating currently during, while watching an episode. You're always hungry. Yep. Mm-hmm. I gave it a shot and I was like, you know what? Never again. Fuck you, Naruto. We got to take you advice. to the, what was the, uh, um... Oh, the ramen, the ramen yeah, shop. We call it the ramen shop, but they have uh, more than just. I just, I literally just looked the up the fucking shop? name. Yeah, yeah. There's one on Main Street. Is it I probably Red should not Soup have said that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's. Is it Miyamoto? Red Bull. No, no, no. no it's um. I'm looking it up right some, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Just. It, but it's legit off. Like it's authentic ramen. Like the the noodles aren't just the ramen packet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the they make the broth themselves. They, it's not a poached egg. I just put a poached egg in there because I don't know how to make the eggs that they do it. All right. So it's, it's ramen. Kumamoto. Kumamoto. Yes. You got oh, it. I just ding, remembered ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Yo, Kumamoto's is the shit. Yes. I've never seen that on Main Street. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of in the back. Okay. We got to take you there. You'll love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like noodle shops. I like, was it the, the faux place, the Vietnamese noodle shop? Yeah. Faux Nouveau. That place is delicious. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'll, to, I'll to send them this episode. But yeah, yeah. What are the hours? <laughs> oh shit! I, I just put my phone away. Um, but yeah, I'm looking right now. I don't care. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. I could go for them. So, um, yeah, we'll take you to this place because it's so good. And with this, they have like um, they don't just have ramen there. They have a lot of different other dishes there. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is the the Karaj chicken curry. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. And uh, it they have curry, but it's Japanese sweet curry. So it doesn't suck. It does. It's not hot. So if you don't like, if you if you've always want to try curry, but you don't like spice, get get Japanese curry. It's sweet and it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, I always get hours? I always get the ramen. Um, so they're open today till ten o'clock. Oh shit! We got time. All right. Hang on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast. We're gonna have some noodles now. And that's the podcast. No. See you guys. <laughs> and done. it's a wrap. <laughs> and we're later. All right, well, let's keep this thing going. So, uh, next segment, uh, this was, uh, we're bringing this back. Uh, this was the This Month on Reddit. So, I researched what Love the it. top posts on Reddit this month have been, uh, and uh, and I want to let you guys know about them. Uh, last time we did this, we actually got some hate mail for it, so that's why we're bringing it back, because it is my favorite thing to read. Wait, was it the hate mail thing from the last time I was here? Yeah, yeah. The whole, uh, like, you guys you guys are the reason why Trump won yeah. your white privilege. Oh, okay. okay. I thought this was a new development. I guess not. <laughs> no, no, no. So this is, um, so this was, uh, this month on Reddit. Unsurprisingly, the, the this is, so I, I went to, like, the top post this month, and it was just nothing but net neutrality. It was, that, oh, yeah. It was the, the top <laughs> 20 fucking posts. <laughs> Think so, about it. It directly affects Reddit, so it would be the number one for a reason. Right? That's what's going on. And sadly, at the time of this recording, uh, the FCC, they uh, they have voted against net neutrality officially. But this is not the end. Nope. Still hope. There is still hope for us neckbeards. Now the FCC voted on it, voted against it. Uh, now the people get to uh, uh, file suits against it. Mm-hmm. So before it goes to Congress, well, I think yeah. uh, why don't you explain what net neutrality is? That way, the people are listening; they all know exactly what net neutrality That's is. That's a good point. That's a good idea. Uh, so, uh, net neutrality is the uh, is right now. It's the Title Two. You guys might need might need to help me out with this with the with the finer details. But the idea is that that the currently the way the rules work with the FCC is that uh, currently everybody has the same every ISP has the same access. Everybody has the same access to the internet. You can feel free to help me out. I'm struggling on this. <laughs> I honestly asked you to the, like explain it because I have no fucking idea. Oh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were looking at these judgy eyes. It was, my smart, it was my smart way of going, hey, why don't you explain it? That way I can like, oh, you okay. can, like inform me about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the idea is that, that right now every every website has, has, has equal access to its consumer. 
So when you access the internet, you have the exact same experience when you go to Google, when you go, if you were to go to Bing, if when you go to Netflix, uh, when you go to Reddit, everybody gets the same experience because the, these rules are set up to protect that. Uh, so right now they just, they're voting against those rules. So let's say, for example, uh, you're Verizon and you have a really good relationship with Microsoft. And you and Microsoft comes to you and they want people to use Bing a little bit more than they use Google. So they ask you for every Verizon user, they ask you to throttle back their internet a little bit. Just throttle back their connection to Google so that it takes longer to get to Google than it would Bing. Therefore promoting people to use Bing more. Mm. They have this ability to kind of this fuckery. Mm -hmm. to, to fuck with the way that we all access the internet and so that we all don't have to access it in, in an equal and fair in a neutral manner mm -hmm. and uh, they could also create paywalls to certain sites that just completely disagree with them for example let's say you are paying for your internet 60 bucks a month okay all right. your internet provider can then say okay you can buy our special social media package which includes facebook Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. You got to pay another fee on top of that. Well, and again, I'm just throwing numbers out here. They'll tr they could charge you an extra $10 and you can get onto those social media sites easily. You could choose not to pay it, but you'll barely be able to get on the site. And so and same, thing, saying... same thing with videos like YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, all that stuff. Yeah. They could create a separate package for that. For podcasts, oh, that costs a lot to stream. Podcast package, you can do it, you, but you got to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a paywall. Think, think like microtransactions kind of thing. Yeah, like we all know the issue that EA and Star Wars Battlefront Two had. Oh yeah, you could play for forty hours and unlock one character, or you could just pay ten dollars and get them now. Sort of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's either gotcha. you, you wait and you suffer. It, people that have more money get better access. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy, I like I like the I like the fact that you compared it to microtransactions. I was like, oh now I get it. Yeah. yeah. Now think, I get what's going think, on. Think before smartphones. <laughs> think before smartphones when you clicked on the internet by accident and you would get charged by the minute. Yeah. On there. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. I still like that. And anyway. and like you would it would take forever to load up. Yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is actually funny you mentioned that because uh that was actually another thing i wanted to talk about was that was the other thing that was on reddit of the month oh shit but before <laughs> we get into that just just i always want to clear up this this net neutrality thing so everything is going to be cool but we have to keep funding this and we have to keep fighting for this um oh yeah so star wars battlefront 2 yes <laughs> I, I had the flu uh, a few weeks ago right when battlefront came out mm -hmm. i was sick for three days at home sucks fucking blue you know what made it worse is that this was right when all this Star Wars Battlefront 2 EA fucking trash bullshit happened. All I'm trying to do, I'm sick, I, I'm on my Campbell's diet, and, <laughs> hey. and all I want to do is fucking scroll through Reddit and just fucking stop thinking about the world and just, just let everything be alright, and everybody's talking about this fucking game I didn't buy. Ah! Yeah, I was, I was very close to buying it. Like, I was telling all my friends, like, months ago, I was like, hey... Are you getting Star Wars with me, man? Because we did it a couple of years ago. Let's get the new Battlefront. Let's get it. I still GameStop still has my twenty dollars credit because I put twenty dollars down. I was like, I'm gonna get this game. Told my roommate get the game, and days before the game came out, all this stuff came out saying, "Hey, if you want to get certain characters, you either have to play for hours on end until mm -hmm. your thumbs bleed, or you pay an extra few dollars. And if you want everything, you're gonna have to play for years and years on end, yeah, or play yeah. a couple hundred dollars." Close to a thousand, and I, I was like, it's over two grand to get everything. It's over two grand. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, insane, so I, insane. So I just didn't get it. Like I still have I a credit for GameStop. You. I need to tell them to either give my money back or let me put you know money just down. Put it a new towards game. something else. Exactly. Yeah. And my roommate, I told him, I gave him a good week. I was like, hey, dude, don't get the game. It's not going to be worth it. He's like, I already paid for the deluxe version. Oh, <laughs> Ryan. Oh. So he, he he's having a good time. He loves it. Oh motherfucker! But um, I I played it. I played it on his account when uh you know he's when he was like cooking or something. He was like, give it a shot, and I could see all the problems that's that's wrong with it. First of all, people, it's you're pay, you're playing you're paying money to play the game, and that's cool. But um, then certain people are paying to win. Yeah. yeah. So you could yeah. pay to have Django Fett 
fly around without ever touching the ground and one shot killing people. Fuck. That is And stupid. I was in one of those games. I I think It sounds like Overwatch to me. Yeah. <laughs> and like that guy, the whoever was that guy playing that character, he had 80 kills, no deaths. I remember cuz the most kills I've ever seen in any multiplayer. That's insane. He had 80 kills, no deaths, and I think the second closest to him was like 17. So like you're you're paying to be good, quote unquote, in the game, which kind of sucks for that, everyone else. And that's always suck because I mean you mentioned Overwatch. Overwatch was always nice because, and I think this was a good understanding with microtransactions versus paying for the game. Is that it was it was just skins. It was, it was cosmetic. cosmetic. Yeah, yeah. That, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's completely fine. That was always a good balance. I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, well, I was just was, saying the whole balance issue because Overwatch has balance issues with their heroes or whatever they're called but can you pay to offset that balance no no it's usually like a stat thing that if you wanted to change that it was up to the developers and they come out on like another patch that they would fix like the damage one person does as opposed to another oh and people get nerfed and stuff yeah yeah like nerf yeah. yeah so yeah that that I mean, had this nothing pay to, this pay to win yeah th- that with battlefront is that that's ridiculous yes yeah. Uncalled for. If you want to catch up, you you better be ready to. Uh, you better open that wallet. Yeah, either open that wallet or quit See, your I job ne- and keep playing. I never could get into Battlefront because to no? me, to me, it was it just always seemed like it was just Call of Duty with Star Wars skin. That sounds fucking awesome. It, it's basically. What I, it I is, mean, I'm not a Call of Duty person. It, it, well, it's more like what's it called? Battlefield. Okay. With Star Wars. It's like the same thing, but like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun just to see like all those different. You know, like planets that you're fighting on, all these like foreign type planets. You know, fighting in space. Uh, you running to fight the enemy, and Luke Skywalker's on your side. It's pretty bad, badass. Yeah. It's it's awesome. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's, if you're a Star Wars fan, yeah. I I know I've had it on the PSP. I had a Battlefront game on the PSP. That wow. was a lot of fun. And uh, and I I've, I'm always been a Star Wars fan. And so, like, when you're just you're just playing, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is that that scene in the movie." Yep. <laughs> like this was this month. Like ah, oh, like. It was that was always the coolest thing is that it really felt like like all the stuff you wanted to do in the Star Wars universe it kind of let you do and it kind of got let you experience that side. It's like oh what does a storm a stormtrooper feel like? What's it feel like to be a stormtrooper? And you kind of got to live that a little bit mm-hmm. and like the equipment that you always see that you think is so cool in the movies that now you kind of get to play around with that. Mm-hmm. That was that it was already such a expanded and developed upon universe. It was cool to see them take it in that direction. And the game was always just very fun. See, yeah. I felt that way about Knight of the Old Republic, like with the Jedi's and stuff, or the Sith. Like, is, that, is that the uh, like choose was, your own adventure type game? I think? It was kind of. I think it was like a online MMO kind of thing, but like oh, you okay, created okay. like your own, and yeah. you could choose Sith or Jedi, Lego Star Wars. No. <laughs> no. That was fun as shit too. I never played those myself, but I've always watched people play it. Yeah. It just it's like it's so mesmerizing to watch. Yeah. They they are fun. I I played Lego Batman, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's I always played the um just like the old like when episode three came out, Revenge of the Sith, and they came out with the game for it, and it was just like you know, you would play as like Anakin or Obi Wan or you know, you would live through the story through those Jedi's, and then like the cutscenes would just be snippets from the movie itself. Oh, uh, okay, okay, kind of thing. Yeah. That was always fun. That sounds pretty cool. Remember yeah. Jedi Academy? I never played Jedi Academy. That was that was pretty cool. That I think that was one of the most fun Star Wars game I ever played. I it was just the way that the that the the combat system worked was always really cool. I think in terms of the combat system, I did like the Revenge of the Sith game because mm-hmm. like once you beat the game, there's a versus mode. And you get like all the characters you beat in the story mode. You can play in within a like a one on one, then one on one fight. And I remember me and my brother, we did not play, we did not fight like classic Jedi or Sith. We were just using the Force and just chucking shit at each other the entire <laughs> time. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why, you, why, why would I sword fight? You choose you? like Darth Vader or like Darth Sidious, or just lightning, 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 yeah. lightning, yeah. lightning, or just pick the person up and just keep bashing him against the wall. Yeah, like, just choke him. <laughs> screw this sword shit. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's pretty much how Jedi Academy. Or what was the um, what was the one Jedi game where you get to play as the Sith guy? Um, Darth Maul. No, 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 no. No, no. I was, like his name's Star Killer. Yeah, Star Killer. Yeah. That guy. Oh, what was that game called? That one was fucking cool. Yeah, I forget what it was called. And we all can't forget pad racing. Pad racing. <laughs> the- <laughs> Remember that in the arcade? Was it yeah. Force Unleashed? 
The Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, yeah, yeah, yeah that Force was Unleashed, that was cool. That was that was awesome. That one got a little frustrating towards the end because it was like it was like you get all these cool abilities, and then as the game progressed, it was just enemies that were that couldn't be affected by those new abilities. Oh, that's some bullshit. You never got the sense of power. Yeah, like, you never got the sense of becoming a god. Yes, yes. Like Which becoming the god mode. You're like, yes, I can destroy all of you, and then you go the higher difficulty up, and you're fucked. Yeah, and then you just <laughs> die instantly. That's why I don't play. Uh, I play the devil, the new Devil May Cry one. Um, five. The it's new. Five? What, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, There's we're, a fifth one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Came out a while ago. I, think, I haven't even beaten it? three yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, so I played the new one. I played the. Yeah, I guess it was the fifth one now. Dante has black hair. Mm. And that was a lot of fun to do the playthrough. And fuck Capcom for this, because you, you, I went through the first playthrough, and it was awesome. There's, fuck up. First off, there's too much shit in this game. There's too much stuff that your your character can do. It's very complicated. Which is cool, but again, that's Capcom. That's what they like to do. Make things, like, overly complicated. And then I played on the normal difficulty, got through all the way through the game. I went one difficulty level up, because there's six fucking difficulty levels jesus it feels like at five or six and i went up just the next one couldn't even make it past the first level really i was like fuck this game this that, is that's fun. capcom for you that yeah, they, is they expected you to become like highly skilled at their one game i think the last one I played was number three and like my i remember my friend brought over his memory card you guys remember memory cards yeah man <laughs> i miss memory cards yeah he they brought were, over his and like times. Mm. He he showed me how to play it, and I was like, "Well, what is this Dante Must Die move?" He's like, "Dude, you don't want to do it." And like, I I did. I died as soon as the first cutscene ended. Yeah, that's how I feel like about Resident seconds. Evil. Same really? thing because <sighs> Resident Evil's Capcom. Yeah, oh, they are. Um, yeah, I love yeah, Resident like, Evil. Yeah, like easy easy difficulty. I mean, it's it was still challenging, but you go one up, and it's like, oh fuck! Like you you can't make one mistake, or you're done. Did, what about was it Ninja Gaiden? Ninja Gaiden, yeah. Ninja that's, Gaiden? Yeah, I think that's a Capcom one, too. Yep. Yep. Similar Rough. thing. It's just fucking intense. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. why do they make their games so hard? I, I think uh, the most fair Capcom game might be, like, Mega Man. You know? <laughs> that's right. That's and even still, it. that's really difficult. It is difficult, but they don't, they don't, like, let you take the difficulty and go up and down. It's like, here's the game. If you can beat it, great. If you can't, fuck off. Like, that's it. Although, even though it's not, like, my thing where it's, like, these games are, like, so difficult, there's there must be a market for this, of, like, those gamers that just want to be challenged over and over and over. Oh, yeah. That's got to be, that's got to be a market. Somehow. It's, like, the same fetish as people that, men that want to be kicked in the nuts. Mm. I think it's the whole idea, like, not every gamer can beat it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. just appealing to the higher, I mean, I guess, higher skill level, like, the ones that just think every game is... Too easy. Yeah, the yeah. ones that play for, like, Eight plus hours a day, daily. Yeah, like that's their thing. Yeah, you know, then you know, guess what? More power to them. Everybody yeah. needs a hobby, and you know, and once you beat like Ninja Gaiden on like the hardest level, like you're part of an elite fucking group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that to me. Well, is I know, like, I know, the, I know the new cool. craze now. The new hardest game is like it's called Cuphead. Oh, Cuphead. Yeah, I've yeah. heard about this. Have what, you played it? What's Cuphead? N- Cuphead. It's a game that's been like worked on for like. I mean, like, a long time. Like, it's like a... Think, like, a 50s cartoon. And you play his little character. His head's a cup. And he's got, like... He shoots, like, little... Like, stormtrooper guns. Yeah, yeah. He's got finger guns. <laughs> and you, you... You essentially make a deal with the devil. And you gotta beat the devil. You, you gotta get your soul back from the devil. <laughs> but it, it kind of has that, like, you know, like, in Fallout, there's, like, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah. all happy, but it's really dark. Yeah. It's like that kind of It's like style. that. And, okay. like, it, the art style's so creepy. <laughs> like, when you get to, like, some of these bosses, like, and they get, they're, like, all goofy looking and, like, you know, they're smiling and... But they're so scary. <laughs> and And think, like, you know how in Sonic you can, like, play as, like, Sonic and you could put someone in as tails and you play on one screen. Yeah. And usually it ends up being the Sonic guy just runs so fast that tails goes off the screen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just the guy trying to keep up. It's like that. Like you could play wow. as another cuphead. Like someone could jump in as another cuphead character. So what is this on? Like a uh, smartphone or, um, I think it's it just, I think it yeah, I think it like... just came out on Xbox, but like before that it was like exclusively PC. Like a Steam okay. game or something. Yeah, probably. it was a Steam game. I'll have to look for it. But I like, have PS4, it's, so I have to it's look like, for it. It's like, it's a big game. Like it, it'll take you a while to get through it. Not just because it's hard, but it's just, like, there's lots of levels to it. <laughs> and the, 
the most frustrating thing I find about it is the checkpoints. Cause like you got to get to a certain point oh. in the, in the story or you go back and you go like, <laughs> like you can like be so close to beating the boss. But if you got to go back to the start of that boss, mm. like there's uh, fuck that. Fuck. Yeah. That. So, so I'm for saying it, so fuck checkpoints. So, I know. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Here's that the most frustrating angry. part: is there's one boss in particular. You're fighting a giant version of a blackjack dealer, nah. or, or like um, you know, some some kind of dealer in like a casino or whatever. Yeah. And he's got like the board. It's, it's like the red, black, red, black. I think it. I forget what the game is called, roulette or something like that. And each like there's like twenty of these or something like yeah, twenty spaces, and each space is a boss and. He rolls a dice, and depending on what that is, that boss shows up there. So you can face the same boss more than once, and each boss, depending on the roll, is difficult. Like I think six is like one of the hardest, and one is like oh, so a give me. You don't know what to. You don't experience. know what kind. Like you, you can, can roll run number in, six, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm dead this time." Yeah, you. But the thing is, like that could be so random. Like you could run. The guy could roll a two two times in a row. You face the same boss. And you're like, it's not so bad. Yeah. It sucks, and, but... But, but, if, say, you get to 19 and you die, you go back to one. Oh, oh fuck that. Yeah. Nah, fuck I haven't that. heard of a game that hard since, what was it? Dark Souls. Dark Souls, <laughs> Demon it's, Souls, it's, yeah. It's Dark Souls with a happy skin. Wow, wow. Yeah. That's that's intense. I, I, I've thought about playing Dark Souls, but I enjoy playing games, so... Yeah. Well, I would give Cuphead a try. Just why not? But I know I would get frustrated. I'll have to come over and play it. You I don't have check it. Out the, it's uh, only for Xbox. You you don't have it? No. You know a lot about this game. I thought you played it. Well, like, I... I no, I went <laughs> yeah, over a friend's... You don't know what the fuck you're No, I went about. over a friend's house and played it. Okay. Oh, I don't have an Xbox, though. So. Yeah, I don't have an Xbox anymore. either. Yeah, you should check out... Um, was it? If you, if you don't want to play Dark Souls, check out the predecessor called Demon Souls. I still play it. It's just, it's just the same thing. It's just a prequel to Dark Souls. And uh, same concept, same everything. I think just Dark Souls just caught on a lot more. Um, what I like about Demon Souls is that no one is on it anymore. No one uses the servers. Because in Dark Souls, I think the whole thing is like while you're playing a level, uh, someone can just show up in your world, beat the shit out of you, take your items. You never see them again. You never see those items again. The nice part about Demon Souls is that no one's on it anymore. So no one's ever going to just show up right before a boss battle or, or right after do, a boss battle. You better run for the hills. Yeah, and kick your ass. Wow. So. I, I I gotta try one of these games, but I don't know. I just I just fucking like I I'm at like because when I was when I was younger, I used to love playing games like this. Games that really challenged me and really frustrated me. Mm-hmm. And then I guess as I got older, I just thought about it. and I was like, aren't I playing these to have fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's why I play games like that are like super casual now. Like but isn't life GTA already 5? too challenging? Let me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna relax. Let me get a win at home. The most challenging game I play is Gran Turismo. I love Gran Turismo, but that's like a totally different type of challenge. That's a racing game, right? Yeah, that's a okay, racing okay. game. And it's, but it's like super, it tries to be super, super accurate to like what an actual race car driver has to go through and like how they go like through Like the turns. physics and stuff? Yeah, super, mm. super accurate physics. Um, the biggest change from, from Gran Turismo 5 to number 6 was that the rubber physics. Oh, so like, you could shred the stuff. rubber? So it was like now they're represented more accurately in game. And that was like blew my fucking mind and so now it's like when i go through and you're and you're like squeaking your tires and shit you know that that's very accurate to how that car would really react so that i love that because it's like even though it's challenging it's challenging to the point of realism yeah and so that's like really appealing to me because now i know i can't blame the game if i fuck up Mm -hmm. and it's also fun just to play casually like you can play on easy mode and you're cool but the second you go up in difficulty and you go to these like if you start sucking it's because you're just not understanding the overall concepts that it's trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. Huh, mm. my thing. Damn. Yeah, I think like I think when I was eleven. Yeah, when I was eleven, my mom got me NASCAR. Like the NASCAR, <laughs> oh, the, the video yeah, game, yeah, right? Yeah. Did, did you have the wheel? No, no, I did not have oh. the wheel. No, I wasn't that invested into it. <laughs> but I remember me and my brother played it, and the first thing we do because we weren't really into the whole NASCAR just turning left thing, uh, we turned the cars around and we just. You try to crash head on. Head on collisions. Head on collisions. Demolition derby. And, you know, when the race is done, then you get to see the replays of who had the most, you know, violent crash. And that that's how we played those racing games. Oh, that's but awesome. Maybe I should try actually racing for one. You might like it. You yeah. Know. I think actually in Grand Tourism 6, I think they have a NASCAR thing. Mode. 
They have a NASCAR mode. Okay. And I come to think of it, think about this. Like, you probably played it on PS2 back in the day, right? Yeah, it was PS2, man. Yeah, yeah. So, can you imagine, like, that entire game is now just a segment of a now bigger game. <laughs> a and much it's bigger game. Like 20 times more accurate than Jeez. it ever has been. I'm about to try that one out. So, so your difficult game recommendation is Demon Souls? Demon Souls. Yours definitely. is Cuphead. Cuphead, and, yeah. and mine would be Gran Turismo 6. Yes. <laughs> there we go. And that's just about time we got to wrap things up here. Yep. So, all right, gentlemen, thank you very much for for joining me here today. Uh, and to everybody, this is December. Have happy holidays, uh, whatever fucking thing you celebrate. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Fucking who cares? <laughs> Either way, uh, everybody stay uh, happy and healthy. Love, love, kiss, kiss. Goodbye. Stay Take care, guys. It's like the same fetish as people that men that want to be kicked in the nuts. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.